0: Good morning and welcome to morning prayers in Appleton Chapel. We will begin today's service with a responsive reading from the Black Appleton Psalter Book, Psalm Selection Number 150, found on page 75. We stand as we read responsibly by full verse. Hallelujah. Praise God in the Holy Temple. Praise God in the firmament of power. Praise God for every mighty act. Praise God's excellent grace. Praise God with the blast of the ram's horn. Praise God with wire and harp. Praise God with
1: timbrel and dance. Praise God with
0: strings and pipe. Praise God with resounding cymbals. Praise God with loud, clanging cymbals. That everything that has breath praise God. Hallelujah.
1: I'm writing you, little children, because your sins are forgiven on account of God's name. I'm writing to you, fathers and mothers, because you've known God since the beginning. I write to you, young people, because you're strong and the word of God abides in you. a family and fellowship. In today's reading from the first epistle of John, like the other two epistles in the Johannine tradition, this letter is written by one who we know simply as the elder. The elder is writing to a nascent community of Jesus' followers. In the first chapter, the elder is reminding the community of their beliefs. God is light, and in God, there is no darkness. The elder is reminding the community of their objectives. If we say that we have fellowship with God, then that means that we too must walk in the light. And the elder is reminding and encouraging the community of their obligations. To walk in the light is to have fellowship with one another. Their beliefs, their objectives, and their ethical obligations are at the heart of this entire letter. God is love, being a child of God, according to the elder, is not just about developing an inward mystical state. Faith, faith is not just about our personal and insular relationships with our creator. But rather, as children of God, we have obligations. God is the parent. We are the siblings. God's love for us and our love for God is made manifest in our love, our respect, and our care for one another. We are called to be our sisters and our brothers keepers. This is why in the second chapter, the elder appeals to what would have been familiar household patterns in the ancient world, fathers and mothers. Young people coming of age and little children are all part of the household of God. And with positive affirmations and words of affection, the elder outlines their unique gifts and contributions in the eyes of God. I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven. I write to you, fathers and mothers, because you've walked with God for a long time. And I write to you, young people, because you're strong. And the word of God is inside of you. What the elder is doing here is reminding the community of all of its parts. God calls the old because they're wise, the young because they're strong, and the babies because they're pure. Everyone in the household of God is precious. Everyone in the household of God is special. Thus, we ought to consider the unique contributions and needs of every member of the family. In 2014, when we began planning the renovation of the Memorial Church, this model of community was in our minds: The little children, the elders, the young men and women, and even those names that are etched out there on that wall. How should we update this building to meet the needs of a growing, diverse family while maintaining the integrity of the traditions we hold dear? This is one of the questions that we kept before us. Yet we also asked, is the family made for the house? Or should the house be made for the family? In many ways, we decided that we needed this house to help facilitate our intergenerational life together. Accessibility upgrades were intended to make this space open and inviting for all ages. Whether you ride inside of the sanctuary, inside of a stroller, or in a wheelchair, Everyone of all ages and abilities can enter the front door of this house together. Our little children, our elders, everyone in between are special in the eyes of God. Similarly, our young people are strong. In fact, when we consider the demands on their time, on their bodies, and even on their voices, we understand that our young people are Herculean. Thus, it is our responsibility to provide them with a space of care, a place of comfort, an oasis of sorts, a place where they don't have to be so strong all of the time, a place where they can rejuvenate and replenish. This is why, we dedicated twenty-five hundred square feet downstairs to their comfort. There were other things we considered: security for children in a standalone buntrek room, to make sure that the church school was secure. Discretion for nursing mothers with curtains hanging from the walls in certain conference rooms. Technology upgrades for high-tech learning spaces and better sound quality for the hearing impaired and large walkable spaces for easy maneuvering. This new space that we will dedicate this weekend was designed for all members of the household from 8 months to 98 years old. And this is why on any given day you might see little children, the young, or our mothers and fathers using the space. Whether Harvard neighbors infant and toddler play group or a class from the Harvard Institute of learning in learning and retirement, we offer this space with the whole family in mind. This is what it means for us to be a family and fellowship. This is what it means to be a household that honors all of its members. This is what it means for us to be a space of grace at the center of Harvard Yard. Men and women, boys and girls, the old, the young, infants, all who come together in the light of God's love together. Let us pray. Stitch us together, O God, with the sutures of your grace. Connect our hearts with the spirit of our love. And may this space of grace continue to be, for us and generations yet born a place of inspiration, learning, growth, and hope. In your mercy, O God, hear our prayer. Now, as we pray the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever amen please stand as you're able and join us in singing Thine be the glory, risen, conquering Son. Hymn number 174 in your hymn. the fine women and men of the ROTC, the ministers and the choirs, we head to the front portico to rededicate the original bell of the Memorial Church. Now unto God that is able to keep us from falling, and present us faultless before God's glory, great joy, to the only wise God our Savior, be honored majesty, dominion, and power, now, henceforth, and forevermore, may all the people of God say, Amen. Amen.